You're listening to The Big Show on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, good morning. What's going on? Welcome to your Friday. You made it. Weekend's here. Out of B. We are live from the Douglas Basement Systems Downtown Studio. Cracked foundation, Boeing foundation walls. We have a simple and permanent solution to stabilize your foundation. Contact Basement Systems. They are all things basement team. Visit dlbasementsystems.com. Big show with Russick and Rose. Russick back eventually. I'm Matt Rose. Peter Klein sits across from me. What up? Hi. Hey, buddy. Have you, had, going? have you had some fun this week? Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Was it even funner realizing this was the last, what, 4.15, I'm guessing, is your your kind of clutch alarm to get out of bed? <laughs> well, uh, it's actually uh, 3.30, because I've been walking down here, and it's about a 40-minute mm-hmm. walk from my place, so... Yeah, it's been a, a little bit earlier. Four forty um, would be tight because yeah. you've been here at a hard five o'clock every I have morning. Been. Yeah, um, which you'd think by the end of the week I would have planned it better. Today was all right, but most every other day I got here right when the security guard was doing his rounds to the building, and my pass yeah. has not worked. Once. No, no, no. So no. it was supposed to. Yeah, they, but. Every, after every day there was like, oh yeah, after five minutes this will be fine. We we got you. We're set up for the rest of the week, and then every other day. <laughs> and you've, haven't even left the studio during the show. It's no. like, what are they doing? Yeah. They, they let you in and then you just hear I just you sit here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I fill up my water bottle, make sure I have a coffee with me so that I don't have to leave. Yeah. Um, smart. Because, you know, I don't want to get locked out. But yeah, no, I have to stand outside in the cold for a little bit. So you'd mm. think I'd, I'd plan that better by the end of the week. But I guess I hit the sweet spot today. So. Well done. He has to just wait till I go to the printer. And I, I look to my right. I'm like, oh, there, there's Klein. And yeah. Let him in. <laughs> <laughs> go on, man. How long have you been out there? <laughs> Yeah, it's important. Yeah, that but yes, you're, that you're in the studio when we do the show. I have I have greatly enjoyed this, uh, and I am thrilled that I don't have to wake up super early, starting again tomorrow. Awesome, thrilled yeah. for you. But you're back <laughs> on station next week. Yes, yeah, I'm in the afternoons next week. Awesome, nice little one o'clock start. Great stuff, incredible. Uh, do you know who you're doing the shows with, Logan Gordon? Uh, pa- Patrick Steinberg, I believe, is gallivanting throughout Europe. I believe it is. Uh, Aaron Vickers next oh, week. Oh, yeah. I believe that's the, uh, the the tandem. Our show's too early for Vickers. Yes. Yeah. 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 Entirely too early. One o'clock's almost too early for Vickers. Yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> very, very true. Uh, GVP in the other room. Hi, GVP. Hello. Uh, Azam in the other room. Hi, Azam. Hello. Welcome to the program. Uh, we've had a very, uh, well, I don't know, lackluster week um, overall. I think the shows have been good. Oh, okay. They've been good. Um, welcome to the fourth one. It's going to be a lot of fun. We got some good guests for today's show. Yeah. That I can say like pretty proudly, pretty confidently. Yeah, I think you can lock that in. Yeah, good yeah, guests yeah. today. Uh, Jason Bukla, disturbing him during his summer. <laughs> I don't know where he's vacationing right now or if he's at, um, he's out east, so it would be a cottage out right. there. Not a cabin. No. But uh cabins are so unsophisticated. Cottages. No, yeah. What no. you do. Well, us out here in the West just cave people essentially. <laughs> um I don't know where he is right now. I don't know what the last event that he scouted is, but he was a humongous proponent of Logan Cooley ahead of his draft year. Mm. So I figure let's get him on the horn. Yeah. Let's see what we can ask him about Logan Cooley. We can ask him about Patrice Bergeron. We can ask him about Samuel Honzik. 
You can ask him about what he thinks about the Ottawa Senators because they got Vlad Tarasenko. Look out. Here come the Sens. Yeah. Yeah. I, I share that same enthusiasm. I still don't love their top six. It's not as good as it was last year. No. Remember last year after they, they make the Debrinka trade? how good it was. Everyone was like, hey, is this a better team than Toronto? And the answer yeah. was pretty resoundingly no. They weren't. No, they weren't um, at all. Nope. No, not quite. Not it's, close, actually. Especially when Josh Norris went down. Like, the, the one thing I think of, they have going for him, I like their two centers. You have Josh mm-hmm. Norris. You have Tim Stutzla, by all means. And then you surround him with some solid wingers. Batherson, Kachuk, Giroux, and now Vladdy. Could be good. Could be bad. Is Tarasenko good? I don't know. I don't know he if didn't, he still has a whole lot of... Didn't look great last year. Tank. But, like, I think he's kind of... He's like Alex Debrinkit light in a sense. Like he's a guy that on your power play can help you score goals. Yeah. Above all else, that's the main thing that he does. Like I don't know if anybody was writing a whole lot of Alex Debrinkit into their Selkie votes when the season was over. No, that's probably fair. Um, you know, Debrinkit didn't have a great year there either. But it kind of felt like ah, we we needed like a scorer. And we got one, and we paid a lot for him. And then he said, "No, I don't like this." So yeah. we had to get another one for cheaper. So yeah, I don't know if Kubalik plus Tarasenko equals Debrinket. No, but also they didn't get peak Debrinket last year either. But yeah, and Kubalik will now play a little bit further down the roster. And and ah, listen, I don't hate the team. No, I just don't know if it's East is tough, man. Yeah, that Atlantic is a bit of a meat grinder. Yeah. Even, you know, we don't know what Boston's going to be this year, but in Toronto, problems. Florida, if, they'll give you problems. Tampa Bay, they'll give you problems. Then you have a slew of teams that are going to get better before they get worse. In Detroit, Buffalo. Yep. I basically named every team in the division. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Uh, Montreal. Probably yeah. probably a bit before Montreal enters this conversation. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. They continue to exist. Yeah. But even if Boston falls off, like a lot. There was still a 39 or not even 39, 49 point gap between these two, those two teams last year. Goodness. Too early in the morning for math. No. Yeah. That, but you're right. It's not even close. No. Um, Yeah. That, that, that I can tell you. Yeah. 49 points between the two teams last year. That's a gap. So Jason Boog. Yeah. It's significant. (laughs) It's, it's a lot to make up. Given that the Bruins had, you know, a, a record setting team. It was that good. Um, so that's going to be uh, seven thirty. Jason Buchla is going to stop by, join us. We're going to talk about a whole different bunch of different things. He's also already looking ahead to the twenty twenty four NHL draft and lottery picks. So we can uh, quickly ask him about that at eight o'clock. Really excited for Renee Paradis to join us. Um, Stan Peters kicker probably going to be a Hall of Famer at some point. I would suggest I think so. Yeah. That's probably a, a fair say. Um, stamps are two and four. But last week, uh, Renee, with that uh, field goal late in the game, hit 2,000 points in his career. That's and, insane. And this weekend, we'll play in his 200th CFL game. For a guy who just came to the team, like a, a bunch of different things had to happen. He had to get cut by Winnipeg. There had yep. to be an injury here. Yep. And then instead of just, oh, yeah, you're the dude here for a couple of weeks, it's been a decade. 38 years old this year. Started looking at what's kind of next in his career. Um, 
We're looking forward to chatting with Renee. That'll be just after 8 o'clock. Uh, Stampeders are on the road this week. They have their final day of practice today, and then they will head out there uh, to Montreal Saturday before they play the Alouettes Sunday night as the uh, fourth game of week number eight of the CFL season. Um, going to be a practice today. Yesterday, injury report real long yes. for the Calgary Stampeders. And frankly, um, worse than it was the day before because... <laughs> Both their starting tackles, Bryce Bell and De'Ontney Demery, were both um, not practicing yesterday with a couple different issues. So, uh, And that was after they did practice on day one of the week. So you never really like to see that. No. Uh, we have our Speargrass Golf Show coming up at 8.30. Mitch Fox is going to join us. We talked earlier in the week about uh, young... Tr- the young golfer, the 15-year-old. Mm. I forget his name now. It's evading me. Uh, who shot the albatross and the hole in one? Oh, yeah. Out at Speargrass. We talked about that earlier on in the week. A little um, show off. Tyler Kidd is his name. I was going to say Trevor. Obviously, that was wrong. I knew it was a T, and I was like, it's not Trevor. But um, Tyler Kidd, who is a uh, junior out of. Uh, junior playing out of British Greens. He shot an albatross and a hole-in-one out at Speargrass last weekend in an Alberta golf tour event. Uh, so we'll talk to Mitch a little bit about that and just in general, a little golf uh, season stuff. The uh, playoffs are very important. There's the 3M championship in the PGA this weekend and uh, some guys trying to get up the leaderboard. Justin yep. Thomas still having a rough go um, out there. He was two under after his first round, which is not going to be enough to get him in the top 70 for the FedEx Cup playoffs, but uh, he continues to chung away. Two tournaments left, the th- 3M and then the Wyndham next weekend. Um, so we got all of that going on. Uh, Renee Paradis, Mitch Fox from Speargrass for the Speargrass Golf Show. We have Jason Buchla at 730. Uh, you got some bloopers for us later on, GVP? Oh, absolutely. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Uh, best of the week, actually, is what it is. Oh, nice. Plays of the week, yes. Right when we say goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very end of the week. Um, Maybe it's going to be long this week. Maybe. About two minutes always. Okay. Yeah. Nice and tight. Nice and tight two minutes. All right. Sounds good. We're looking forward to that. Um, That's become one of my favorite parts of the show. On Fridays. Nice. Not afraid to say it. I wanted to ask you a couple of things. Um, I have the text line question for today. What is your least favorite piece of gear sports related to replace either as an adult recreational player Mm -hmm. or as an adult who has kids who are growing up and boy do they grow fast that's what i hear yeah and you got to replace their gear when boy do they grow up fast (laughs) but my question is what piece of gear is your least favorite to replace there's a reason i'm bringing this up had a little bit of beer game out of windsport yesterday beer league game out of windsport yesterday um Saw some old pals from high school that came out and subbed for our team. Nice. Didn't have our star players. They had a big softball match. Oh. So they didn't come. Uh, we ended up losing 4-2. Tight game. But in the game, I broke my hockey stick. Oh. And that is so devastating. I was brutal. I It was brutal. I yeah. was devastated. It was because you were just like, Massive clapper and the stick just yeah, couldn't take it, right? Yeah, huge clapper, and I'm just so strong that it wouldn't work. Yeah. No, instead, uh, I went for a poke check. The dude fell and landed about six inches to a foot 
above the blade of the stick and just snapped it. Basically, like when someone's really mad in golf and they just like bring the foot down on the top of their club. Yeah. That's kind of what happened. Oh, man. Um, I was very upset because I uh, was able to go with two sticks for like five or six years. I had a couple of Sherwood twigs. It's a pretty good run. They lasted for a very long time. Yeah. And I liked them a lot. And then in one game, I broke both of them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So then I... 30 for 30 coming for that. Oh, trust me. We have more twists and turns. You can make a whole Netflix doc out of this. <laughs> so then a couple of uh, games go by that I don't play, and it's during the winter season. I don't get to play a lot during the winter because I play at 10 o'clock, and I get up too early, so I don't play late games. Right. So I totally forget that both of my sticks are broken until I leave the house for the very next game. And obviously, my time management, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the clock this week, poor, <laughs> typically late. Uh, and I was, in fact, late this day and loaded up my bag and then realized there are no twigs around here. Oh, no. I have broken both of them. So I stopped at a sports star on my way to the, uh, to the game and uh, just a sports star that I would never go in to buy a hockey stick, but it was the one that I knew was on the way and shoot your shot at yeah. this point in the evening. Yeah, they availability had, is the best ability in this exactly. case. Exactly. Yeah. Now, it turned out that the availability was incredibly poor there was one <laughs> stick left that was right-handed that was an adult stick that was my size and it was about 55 dollars. okay and it weighs about 10 to 15 pounds <laughs> and it has a terrible curve that a defenseman would never use it almost folds over at the top of the blade at the toe it is no good for what i do um which is basically shut down defenseman and rip a couple clappers every once in a while right um but i used it i toughed it out but I was also able to get a newer stick. I was able to get a newer stick. It was a very nice stick. It okay. was easily the nicest stick that I have ever owned. And you could tell the difference. Like yes. this is one of the pieces of equipment that you can tell the difference. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, if you get, you know, really expensive pants versus very cheap used pants. Yeah. Nobody is going to be able to tell apart no. from the way that you look, which is also very important, don't get me wrong, but for the most yeah. part your skill level is not going to change. No. Shin pads, the same thing. Elbow pads, very similar. You could maybe hear an argument on a helmet, but the stick, it's at the very top of the list. And as a result, one of my least favorite to replace because I finally spent the money on a new stick that I don't feel like I should spend again. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like when you first drive or when you first fly uh, first class, or business classes, they call it, mm -hmm. compared to Econo or yep. Basic. And you're like, what was I doing? Mm -hmm. Living like a peasant. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is the same thing where I went and I got a very nice stick. I have just with the worst stick on the market as well. And you could tell such a drastic difference. And I was crushed yesterday. Ugh. So I think that replacing your twig is one of the worst things to have to replace in hockey, especially as an adult. Because I think I got maybe a year out of that. Maybe a year out yeah, of it. Yeah, that's tough. Which is not a lot of games for someone like me that plays maybe once a week in the summer and not a whole lot during the winter. So that's my least favorite. Yeah, not a great return on the investment on that one. No, no. Um, I might have scored one goal with it. Maybe. Maybe. Actually, I actually don't know if I did. 
That's very embarrassing. But 960-960, I want to know, what's your least favorite piece of gear to replace? Uh, one text here says hockey laces. And I can, mm. like, you wouldn't think of it, but it, it's just, it's tedious to have to, okay, we're going to... Do you know what I am? I'm the guy who, if it, if it breaks, just pull a little bit extra out, tie a little knot yeah. on top of the feet, and just keep going. <laughs> yeah. And because that is extremely annoying to replace. Yeah. I, in fact, have a pair of laces in my bag that I've been meaning to put on my skates for, I think, the same time that I got the stick. Right. And they've just been in the bag because I do not want to replace them at all. Well, and that's that's another one, like your your stick situation, mm. um, where you went to Bob's Auto Parts and Hockey Store to, <laughs> to go replace it. The the skate laces, you don't necessarily think about it until you're like in the middle of tying them. It's like, oh right, oh the, yeah, these oh, are I done. forgot about that. Yeah, Ugh. then you got to get your buddy with the lighter. Yeah. Hey, does anybody have a lighter so we can harden up the end of this lens on uh, the end of this lace? old Bob from the motor shop and sports star who's hacking <laughs> a couple darts in the shower before getting going. Yeah. Gross. Um, but the other thing too is like, I remember when I had to get new golf shoes and you're like, this is great. Look at these nice shoes. I'm going to be so good. Blisters. Oh no. Like crazy in my first match because uh, you're not worn into them. Yeah. It's the same deal with um, your softball glove. Yes. Having to break a in a one. softball glove is just terrible. Especially if you play once a week. Yeah. And you play like in a league that's not that good. You never see the ball. Yeah. So you essentially get like your half dozen throws before the game in practice, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you're one of those kids wandering around your home carrying it with you. Yeah. Doing all the activities with, with your mitt on. I don't know. I've recently, because I'm in a uh, slow pitch league this year, and recently we had a stretch where it rained, and then it rained oh, again. No. Like, it rained during the game, and then the next week it rained again, so we went a bit of a stretch without it. Were you and, playing on Thursdays this summer season? Uh, Tuesdays. I, mm, yeah, okay. basically every Tuesday it seemed like it was raining or going to rain. Um, but over that time, it kind of, like, hardened, so I had to re-break it in again, <laughs> and I didn't realize this until someone ripped a ball to me at third base, and it was, oh, I did not catch that one that hit me in the glove. This seems like maybe an issue I should figure out. Yeah, and that's another one where there's some danger involved when uh, you're playing the infield and you're yeah. not making those grabs with the glove and it's bouncing up and it's hitting you in the chops yeah. and you're spitting out your teeth, getting bloody nose. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, and even it like th this was a few weeks ago, even just last week, I had an issue fly ball to me out in uh, out in left. Looked like I had it hit off the edge of it, had to do a bit of a circus. Like, oh, still got it. Like, I still got it because I'm yeah, an impeccable athlete. But, yeah, well, it sounds like it. Right, yeah, no, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's, it, it's just, it, it's those ones you don't think about until you're in the moment. Well, I should have done something about this yeah. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> exactly. GVP, do you have anything that comes to mind? Gear that you hate to replace? I mean, skates is just the worst to do, too. Mm. A, they cost so much. And B, breaking them in is never that fun. Like, your first couple skates is always terrible. And uh, now, now that I'm done playing junior hockey, a stick is a a big time yeah. hit to the to the bank as well. It's yeah. like I, I haven't had to pay for these in a long time, and yeah. now it's like, hey, these are kind of expensive. Yeah, well, bit of a humble brag in there. Yeah, now that I'm done super being, humble a, being a high level baseball, professional athlete, baseball bats is tough too. <laughs> Getting yeah. jammed on an inside pitch, and then it's just like firewood in your hand. It's like, what, what is this now? Like, <laughs> that's terrible. Well, and how much does a a wood bat cost? Like. I Almost two hundred bucks, one hundred and seventy-five, one eighty, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I went, I went for a season where I broke like ten of those things. Oh, it was just terrible. 
brutal. Well, I hate Marucci. Boycott Marucci. But wow. whatever. Shots there. Aggressive. <laughs> wow. That's... Uh, the, the wor- I was going to say, the worst is, like, this is oversimplifying things. The worst is whatever you've spent money on. You know, like yours, where it's like, you know what? I'm finally going to go out and buy a nice one, a, a yeah. nice stick, and then it breaks. If you go out like, you know what? I, I want to put an investment in my oh, golf game. I wish I'd broken the, game, the stick yesterday from yeah. Bob's Auto and Hockey Store. Right. I wish I'd broken that instead. Yeah. Send that off to Firewood. Like, yeah. just whatever. But this one that I've actually spent money on... Whatever, like I, I don't want to have to replace that. That this was a nice thing that I had. I just went out, got a new driver. I'm finally gonna, you know what? Gonna really get into the golf thing. First swing, punk, and off the the thing off. go. You know, like it, it's whatever you've my, actually I'd be invested. My money in. back. Yeah, <laughs> that happened. I would be livid. Um, also, uh, I was very excited that Azam's in here today because he's kind of our resident uh, gear aficionado. Okay, I would call him. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah? Yeah. Because um, he kind of helped me pick out this stick. He did an exceptional job helping me out with this twig. And do you have anything that comes to mind as far as what the consumer gets annoyed by trying to buy the most? Uh, sticks and skates, for sure. That's the most complaints we get, mm. uh, especially with now everything being so much more expensive. Mm-hmm. And now, like, on skates, it's like the top level. It actually doesn't come with the blade. You have to buy a blade separately because there's so many different models of blades. <laughs> that is such a money grab. That, it, yeah. that feels like such a money grab. Yeah. It's an absolute gouge. Yeah. Here's some skates, but you can't use them yet. Yeah, but now you need to get the you blade. You need another purchase. Yeah. Yeah, and this, those ain't cheap either. Hey, look, the nope. front half of the blade comes for free, all right? You can you <laughs> got to put the back half on, but we got the front half for you. That feels like, you know, when you buy like a new toy and they're like, oh, yeah, no batteries are included. Why would we give you batteries for right. this? Like, what? I have to go buy a $12 pack of D batteries now? Here's your Flames jersey. Just have to stitch on Blasty yeah. and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. We've given you the logo in a separate bag <laughs> yeah. and some thread and a needle. Get to work, pitter-patter. <laughs> Puck drops in an hour. Yeah. I want to see how good your your skills are with the thread and the needle. Yeah. Here's all the letters. Hope you can space out Manjapani just fine. <laughs> It's like buying a bike without pedals that comes on the text <laughs> line. I've actually done that on a jersey uh, recently. Had to do Manjapani on yep. a jersey? Yep. That was how not many, fun. How many times did it take you? Actually, not too bad, but it took me about three times to get it done, spaced yeah. out nicely. But uh, yeah, that was a, that was a toughie. Mm. That was, that's a lot yeah. of letters in Manjapani. Yeah. It's a you lot have to of, get that arc just right. It's a lot of letters to just say eat bread. Yeah. Frankly. Yeah, just put that on there. Yeah. That's simple. Uh, so hit us up on the text line, 960-960. Um, goalie pads is coming in here. New ones feel like you're wearing cardboard around your legs and you kick rebounds out like crazy. That's probably fair. See, yeah. I disagree with that one. Oh, okay. Oh. Because I, I got a set new set here in September, and I love the new rebounds because it just kicks it out of the way past the player that's just hanging there with where the defenseman doesn't take care of them and it just kicks it right past and i i love the new pads like especially when you go and test them out properly mm. you get the nice feel and especially those ones are super nice with the rebounds so texture it sounds like zoms just yeah. you need oh. to go to the right guy to pick your gear out <laughs> just went to the wrong dude uh shin pads is on the text list because the new gear these days is way too bulky need to be streamlined yeah, I'm sure you could get shin pads that are streamlined. Um, but the It'd other thing too, like the other thing too, is all of this stuff. Like everyone's talking about, it's, it does cost money. Like yes. I, bought, I bought new elbow pads recently; they're like 115 dollars. Oh man, 
yeah, it was cheap. Yeah. And they are certainly bulkier, but I also feel like I have way more protection. I had a slip and a fall, landed on my elbow, and it hurt for like four weeks. See? Where like I was sitting at the desk and it would like start to hurt when I just touched my elbow. I was like, I can't I can't do this. It's one of those things you don't realize. Like you just take for granted how much it moves and how much it rests on things during yeah. the day until doing those things really hurts. Yeah. Seeing the prices of some of this stuff, I feel so bad for my parents. Because I was one of those kids who just kept growing. Like the, the, this, this six really? foot four monstrosity you don't see you, you see before you. This was not just oh yeah, one summer he grew eighteen inches and that was that. It was just a steady climb the entire time. So every summer, eventually, the, the most common phrase was he'll grow into him. Did you, <laughs> did you play minor hockey? Yeah, a lot growing up. Um, how, did they have to replace gear in season for you? consistently uh, like i said there was a lot of he'll grow into it like yeah, yeah these are a little bit baggy on yeah. you now but by february th- this is going to be fine for you yeah i think i'm still wearing my last pair of pants that i wore in minor hockey but apart from that i think i've grown out of everything else i also have a helmet from back then that i don't use but that's pretty much it <laughs> Texture says, Azam is a pigeon and I'm a real tendy who doesn't give up rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. That, that's all you have to do. Problem solved. Words hurt sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> a pigeon. Get him. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, let us know. 960 960. That skate one's interesting. Oh, I see the top one there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that skate one's interesting, though, because, like you said, like there's the blisters and stuff. How long do you give it before it's like, you know, this just doesn't work. This is good. It's been four months. Too much. <laughs> My foot is now just a blister. Can yeah. I can I say this isn't working? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know gear that much. I just I'm usually a used gear type of guy. Just try and get something that's relatively comfortable. Like my last pair of skates, I was like, these will last me like two seasons. That's all I need because yeah. I got them used. But I think next time I, I should get them new. I want my own. There I want my own yeah. new skates. Put your own stamp on it. Yeah. And blades, apparently, <laughs> separately. Last text before we hit the break. Jock strap. I'd rather use electrical tape to hold that old crusty thing together rather than buy a new one. Uh, gross. Yep. Morning reports next. Sports in 960 The Fan. You're listening to The Big Show on the official home of your Calgary Flames. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. And we're back. First time doing this report in a long time. It just took me a little extra time to get all my stuff together. All my great clips. Oh, yeah. High quality content. Yeah. There's one thing I know. It's high quality. (laughs) Welcome back to the program. It's the big show. No Russick. I'm Matt Rose. He's Peter Klein. GVP and Sam are in the other room running the board today. We're riding this train right on into the weekend. Coming up later, Jason Bukla. Coming up later, Renee Paradis. And coming up later, Mitch Fox. We had a great show for you. Yeah. But right now, it is time for the morning report. Uh, if you, uh, It's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10%. It's on 51st Avenue and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Yes, friends, back doing the morning report for you. I got lots of stuff. We got lots of stuff. 
stuff. Jay's back at it tonight. Injuries abound in NFL training camp. CFL week gets underway. A couple of local notes here as well. The Jays back in action today. They host the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim in a three-gamer this weekend. First pitches at 5.07 tonight. 107 tomorrow, 10.05 a.m. on Sunday. We're expecting Kevin Gossman tonight, Alec Manoa on Saturday, then Jose Barrios on Sunday. Toronto enters action in the third wildcard spot. They're a game back of Houston, four back of Tampa, five and a half back of division-leading Baltimore. Angels are really the only other team in the race playing yesterday. We'll get more on that in just a moment. But this is a big series for the Toronto Blue Jays as far as keeping the Angels at arm's reach. Yeah, this is an opportunity, while the Angels have fancy themselves buyers, this is an opportunity to kind of, I don't want to say put them away, because there's still a lot to go, but if you happen to sweep the Angels this weekend, they're six back, you feel pretty good about things. Even just a series win, put them four back, that feels a whole lot better. Just uh, just don't lose the series. Now, who would you pull for in these other weekend series that are going to be on the go? The Rays face the Astros, and the Orioles face the Yankees. Oh, man. Go umpires. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yuck. Uh, I, I would say, like, Houston's immediately in front, in front of Toronto, so go Tampa Bay in that one. Let, let's worry about clearing the first hurdle before we get to that next one. Yeah, you said and, that yesterday. Yeah. It's about getting... Just, it's just all about, about the, the guys teams in front. right in front of you, which means we don't worry about the Yankees in the rearview mirror. Congratulations. You had one good game against the Mets. We're focused on Baltimore, baby, so <laughs> go Bronx Bombers. <laughs> Give me some Luis Severino. All four teams in the race with the Jays. Uh, the other team involved is the Red Sox, who have a weekend set in San Francisco. That's an easy one. Go Giants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Like <laughs> Got that I one like locked that in. One, yeah. Right? That's simple. Don't think too much about that one. Uh, mentioned that the Angels had played yesterday. One of only, I think, five games. And the Angels were in two of them because they played a doubleheader with the Tigers. Otani was supposed to pitch against the Jays in Toronto this weekend. Angel rotation got mixed up, so he pitched yesterday in the first of the two games and, well, put on quite a show. This would be the first complete game shutout, and there it is. Shohei Otani goes all nine. And there it is, the chance to shake Chad Wallach's hand. First career complete game shutout. For the unicorn, yeah, uh, I think that's um, I think that's an appropriate nickname at yep. this point. I think we've all we're, we're all on board with that. In the other room, you guys are okay with us going with the unicorn there? Yeah, this guy is nuts. Yeah, like yep. the, the league leader in home runs is just dicing guys. Like, <laughs> like what is this? That's not fair. That's video game stuff. One hit over nine innings, three walks, eight Ks. It's not even video. Like, until the last couple of years, you couldn't do this in a video game. Like, I tried. You you couldn't. You couldn't. Unless you, like, pitched in the National League and there was no DH, you couldn't have someone do this. It's insane. He leads the Angels in RBIs, home runs, batting average, strikeouts, and wins. Like, it's, it's remarkable what this guy is doing. Yeah, but it's just the Tigers, guys. Nothing to worry about, right? No, uh, I think this guy's the real deal. And then in Detroit, again, in the second of the doubleheader, he picked up the bat and was also very impressive. Some clapping for Shohei, who goes to the opposite field. Get going, yeah! His major league leading 37th oppo shot. Oh, Oh, he got another one. Get going. Otani has done it again. Santa Maria. Complete game shutout, Jack 
two homers in the nightcap. Check. I believe that the time between throwing the final pitch of his complete game shutout and yep. hitting his second dinger was two hours and nine minutes. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, just it's like you've run out of things to say. I'd like to go around the room. Who had a better Thursday than Shohei Otani? Uh, nobody. No, not you, GVP? Nope. No, I think Shohei's got me beat. Yeah, Zom? I didn't do much. Nope, nothing. Yeah. Me neither. I broke a hockey stick. Yeah, whoever's going to sell you that next hockey stick had a better Thursday, maybe, <laughs> but uh, that that's it. Santa Maria! My goodness. This guy is uh, no joke. He did leave the game with cramps after hitting the second home run. Oh, he should sit the weekend out then. Got to be safe. Yeah, that's what I was about <laughs> to say. Man, if he needs to take a day yeah. or two, like, that wouldn't be the worst yeah. thing in the world. Like, I'm sure if you're a Jays fan living in Toronto, why are you listening? But uh, secondly, <laughs> you probably were hoping to see this guy... But, like, would it be the worst thing if he just didn't play? Now, it does sound like he's going to be fine. He just needs to drink some fluids. And it was a little hot out there have yesterday, a, I guess. Have a banana. Yeah, exactly. Have a banana. A little hot out in Detroit. But Monkey never cramp. <laughs> yeah, Munanori Kawasaki. It's a good pull. <laughs> yeah. uh, that impressive from Shohei. They obviously won both those games just a day after the Angels had acquired talent to show that they mean business in this playoff race see what he has to show this weekend. Also wanted to get a couple of notes from the NHL in here. Uh, this starting out in Ottawa. This is going to be the fun part. You know, the rebuild's done. Another top six forward added to the group after they lost Alex Dabrinkit. Vladimir Tarasenko signs a one-year $5 million deal with the Senators. You think about Josh Norris coming back from injury to be a top six center alongside Tim Stutzla, Brady Kachuk, Claude Giroux. Drake Batherson on the wings with Tarasenko. It's a solid top six. Their bottom six is young and plucky, and they've got some a couple of solid veterans, but I like what they've done. It's not yeah. as nice on paper as it looked last year with Debrinket there. Tarasenko kind of feels like a cheaper replacement that does similar things, but is older and won't cost the same amount, and as a result, won't get the same amount of points and goals. Yeah. But it cheap ad on the free agent market this late in the season one year deal take a flyer see what happens yeah if it if it doesn't work out it's one year and it's fine and maybe you can flip them to someone retain 50 percent of the salary and go on with your lives but no i you I love to hope that at three million dollars it makes sense yeah exactly right um or two and so, a half. like i i kind of like what they're doing in ottawa it's just the east is so insanely good i don't know if they've done enough to really make that much of a splash, you know? Oh, 100%. Like, was their goaltending getting a hold up? Their defense is good, but it's a not great. A full year of Chikrin will help. Yeah, and I just think that they also need to just get some more games under the belt for a lot of those young players. Yeah. Right? Like, they're playing fine, but there's only so much that you can really do. Um, also wanted to mention this in Arizona, another coyote for the mullet. Uh, Logan Cooley <laughs> signed out of the University of Minnesota in the NCAA. The 2022 third overall pick signs his three-year entry-level contract. He had 22 goals and 60 points in 39 games with the Gophers last season. Seven goals and 14 points in seven games at the World Juniors for the U.S. Big hand. I'm a big fan of a handful of the prospects out there in Arizona. Connor Geeky is certainly another one. Forward group could be really interesting to watch this year. Yeah, they were, we were talking about them yesterday. They're a team that... 
I think could be pretty exciting and catch a few teams this year. The, the days of them taking on big contracts just to be hilarious is now over. This is a team that's going to look to be kind of competitive going into uh, going into next year. So I, I think good things are happening in Arizona, even if they're only playing in front of 3,000 people. In it. Oh, that's too bad. But yeah, at least the people will be there, right? Right. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, if you're excited for uh, a little bit of... Uh arbitration cases this weekend I have got you covered Jack McBain has a hearing on Sunday and Jeremy Swayman with the Bruins oh future Calgary Flame <laughs> both go on Sunday yeah we probably should have asked uh, our boy Steve Conroy about uh, this arbitration case of Jeremy Swayman yeah if he thinks it's gonna get done but how's that gonna affect things journalistic integrity just missed that one um, yeah, so arbitration, what's your whistle? Oh, fired up. There it is. Also, uh, one of this from the NFL. It's that time of year, baby. Ah! Ah! Yesterday, a couple of stars both carted off the field. Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals and Jalen Ramsey of the Miami Dolphins both carted off the field at their respective practices. Now, it is better news for Houday Nation. Uh, Joe Burrow diagnosed with a calf strain. So he's probably going to miss some training camp and exhibition games, but best case scenario for being carted off after a non-contact lower body injury. Ramsey's not so good. Left meniscus surgery going to be needed for the star cornerback of the Dolphins. He's expected to miss six to eight months. Or, pardon me. He's going to miss quite a bit of time. They're looking at a December return for Jalen Ramsey. That's uh, that's late in the year, and to have him just be oh, back to full health would be expecting a lot. So that's a big blow for a Dolphins team that's looking for that defense to take another step this year. Yeah, I saw a tweet that had the rest of their secondary, and I was like, I don't know if I recognize many of these names. Losing Jalen Ramsey is a big one, especially yeah. for a Dolphins team that was looking to take another step forward this year in a very tough division. Yes. CFL week gets underway tonight. The Tiger Cats will visit the Red Blacks this evening. Bowley by Mitchell returns as the starter of the Tabbies. God, you're ugly. <laughs> uh, he got injured early on in the season. Stamps will visit the Montreal Alouettes on Sunday. Their next opponent is the Argos. The Argos play 2 o'clock Saturday against the Rough Riders. The Saturday nightcap sees the Elks battle the Lions. It is the Blue Bombers on a bye. Uh, Stampeder's depth chart, or pardon me, depth chart will come out tomorrow. Their final practice is today. Their injury report from yesterday was not great. Um, both their starting tackles were placed on the injury report, Bryce Bell. And Anthony Demery, Bell with a foot injury, Demery with a knee injury. Um, Bell was limited, pardon me, whereas Demery did not practice. They are short on guys. Kadeem Carey, their running back, was limited. Looks like he's getting closer to coming back. Luther Hakunavanu was a full participant. He might be able to go. Uh, Natrell Jamerson and Trey Roberson, both their defensive backs, they were not able to practice. James Vodder still out with that arm injury. But that's fine. They made a trade to replace him, right? So it's all good. Oh, yeah. And the trade to get Jagger Davis was voided yesterday because he didn't pass his physical. So that was Ooh. the day that was for Dave Dickinson. Unfortunate for sure. As mentioned, final practice before travel is today. Stamps report at 3.30 uh, on Sportsnet today this afternoon as uh, we'll get all the final updates from today's practice.
It's the 3M Open out in Minnesota on the PGA Tour. It's the second last weekend before the FedEx Cup playoffs. Top 70 by points will get into the FedEx St. Jude Championship, and then it'll continue to pare down from there. Lee Hodges enters the tournament at 74th, but an 8-under in his opening round has him at the top of the leaderboard, and that would go a long way towards getting him back in the playoffs. Several players right behind him. Canadian Adams Fence in the top Canuck. He was just three strokes back. Of the six Canadians in the field, the next closest, Matt Hughes at two under at six strokes back. Justin Thomas was two under in a tie for 46, which is not good enough to move him up the standings. He entered the weekend ranked 75th. Needs a big day to get going and uh, try and get himself a little bit higher in the FedEx Cup playoffs. It would be, be kind of weird if old JT was not there. Round two is underway. Canadian David Hearn tees off just after seven. Adam Hadwin just after 11.30. Mac Hughes and Adam Svensson just after noon. Taylor Pendrith at 12.49. Michael Gligich is in the final pairing. He goes at 1.22. 3M open, dude. Minnesota, Twin Cities. One of the like underrated moves in sports in the last little bit is the, the creation of the FedEx Cup. Because after the, the last major, couldn't have cared less about golf. Yep. But now, like, I, I am invested. I, I love, oh, look at this. Like you said, Lee Hodges going from 74th right now. He'd be 33rd. What that, a move. That's great for him. What a move. That makes uh, this last weekend very interesting. And I also like the last couple weekends because it's also usually loaded with Canadians trying to yeah. up their ranking and, and set themselves up a little bit better for the playoffs. Uh, on the ladies' tour, it is the fourth of their five majors. It is the Monday Evian Championship. It's in Evian Le Bain's France. Brooke Henderson won this one last year. She was two under in her opening round, five strokes back of the leader. Maddie Zarek was even after her first round. The only other Canadian found herself tied for 50th, but unfortunately, you know, with the tournament being over the pond, she's already completed her round. Mm. She was 11 over in her second round. That pretty much uh, put the weekend to bed for her. Brooke Henderson now through five holes, one under today. That puts her three under on the weekend. She currently sits five strokes back of the leader. Paula Arito as she continues to try and work her work her way a little bit higher up the board. Hey, the Okotoks dogs were in action yesterday. Boo! Look at that! Uh, Pete. Yo. How'd they do? Uh, the Okotoks dogs pick up an 8-5 win Let over Fort Uh, they have a two-game lead over Sylvan Lake with eight games to go, thanks in part to a home run from Nash Crowell, his 10th of the year tied for the league lead. Um, they have a, a social media post about nicknames, huh. and he said, my nickname's Tank because I hit tanks. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, works for me. GVP, can we find that? We yeah, should, I'll, we I'll should use that as a drop. All right. Yeah. Send it my way. We'll find they it. Call me a tank because I hit tanks. That'd be... <laughs> We played the uh, slow pitch game earlier this week. There was a bunch of young kids that were on this team. And they all, instead of like getting like nicely done up jerseys, they'd just gotten like black jerseys and spray painted their nicknames and their numbers on the back with white paint. I was like, that's the vibe. Yeah. They all had names like Arsenal, Tank, oh, Boomstick. <laughs> yeah. Boomstick. Anyways, we got crushed. Oh, no. Calgary Surge regular season finale is tonight. Oh, also the weekend schedule for the uh, Dogs. Uh, they host the Giants today at 7.05. They also play the Giants Saturday before being off on Sunday. As Pete mentioned, only eight games left 
in the regular season. Uh, I doubt you can get tickets for this weekend because they are constantly sold out. Yeah. But give it a shot. Yeah, definitely try to get tickets. But if you can't, I've heard the play-by-play guy tonight is really good. Is he really good? Yeah, I've heard that. Are you play-by-play or are you PA? I'm play-by-play. Like in-house play-by-play or like uh, home team live is the uh, the website. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The streaming service. Yes, I get it. Yeah. Hey, the Calgary Surge regular season finale is tonight. They visit the Rattlers. The Surge could finish in first, second, third. If the playoffs started today, they would finish in third. Um, if they win their game tonight and the Winnipeg Sea Bears lose to the Stingers, then the Surge will take over first in the conference. But if the Vancouver Bandits don't win their final game and the Stingers and Rattlers both lose, then the Bandits won't have to go into first place. It's all very confusing with the Bandits getting to buy it to get to the uh, conference or to the uh, championship weekend because they are the hosts of the championship weekend this year. What you need to know is if the Surge win and the Winnipeg Sea Bears lose, that's great for the Calgary Surge. They will take over the first seed in the conference. Whole bunch of tiebreakers nice. could be in place, so um, we'll keep an eye on that all weekend long, and we'll have the update. Um, they're going to be for they're going to be playing either Friday or Sunday for the playoff game that the Surge is going to be in. They'll uh, host it. I did want to let you know as well. You can actually uh, get your tickets for the game despite the date and the time not being announced. Yeah. You go check out the Surge on Twitter, the Calgary Surge on Twitter. Um, you can sign up for their pre-sale on their tickets so you can get them right now because it'll probably sell out. Yes. Yeah, th- that, that's been pretty consistent during the regular season. So I would imagine the playoffs, it's going to be that as well. So get your tickets now. Yeah, go hit them up on Twitter. Uh, Cavalry visit Atletico Ottawa Saturday night. This one goes at 5 o'clock. Football is life. With wins in four of their last five, Tommy Wielden Jr.'s side has jumped to the top of the table, but it is a tight table this year. Only six points separate the Cavs and the sixth-placed Atletico Ottawa. Pacific and Forge, both a point back of Cavalry. York is three, and then the Halifax Wanderers sit five points back. Uh, Also at the Women's World Cup, uh, a couple games going on today. England beat Denmark, and China is currently up on Haiti 1-0. That one is just about to get done. They are in injury time. Uh... Looks like we're going to get five more minutes of injury time here. So, could They've see something happen. A lot. The Canada yeah. game the other day was 11. This one's nine, nine. Nine minutes here. That's a lot. These games have been physical, though. Yeah. Like, I got to say, watching some of them, you're like, man, they just bull, bull each other over. Yeah. Uh, Canada's next match is gigantic. It is for first place in their group. They will play the host Austria, Australia pardon me, at 4 a.m. on Monday. Yeah, no pressure. You can either win the group or uh, finish in third and not advance to the next round. That'll be done by the time we start the show. 4 a.m. start. That'll be yeah. done just before we start the show. Live so. reaction. But no play-by-play, no, no interview clips, nothing. Don't, don't you dare. Don't even think about no. it. No. Because I will send lawyers on you. If you happen to call the tournament by the wrong name, <laughs> we will get you. How about this? Next Friday, um, probably going to have the Surge, Cavalry, and Stampeders all play at home at 7 o'clock. Oh, nice. Good so time gonna, for sports. going to have to make a choice. Yeah. You're going to have to make a tough choice. I believe the dogs are playing at 7 on that night, too. They are, but they're on the road. Are they? Oh, yeah. My bad. I've looked ahead. Yeah. No, you're right. Listen. 
<laughs> let me do my job. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, they'll be in Lethbridge, so it's a short jaunt if you yeah. want to get out there. Oh, and there's going to be a whole bunch of NHL arbitration cases on that Friday. So, Oh, how could we even? Oh, it's going to be really exciting stuff. Really good. And good night and good luck to you, sir. That's the morning report. For MotorWorks, if you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10%. 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Pete, yesterday, yep. um, we found out about some NFL injuries. I mentioned them in the morning report. We also have a little bit of a, a barrage mm. between a couple of coaches via <laughs> the media. Do we love anything more? Uh, no, absolutely. Uh, only arbitration cases. Yep. <laughs> Only arbitration cases. Um, we'll get into all, all of that around the corner. What's going on in the NFL and um, why, why Robert Sala is really upset with the Denver yeah, Broncos. A lot right of S-talking. Yeah, a lot of S-talking. We'll get into it next. Sports 960 The Fan. Uh, Nash Bash because I hit tanks. 